This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, everyone, welcome to the podcast, the Hank Haney Podcast here on iHeartRadio. Great to be with you, and I'm happy that you're listening to us. we got a lot to talk about today, the big PJ Tour event down at the Houston Open. Of course, uh, a little football this weekend, uh, Sunday, obviously the NFL, Saturday, college. I was like glued to the the, the TV all weekend, watching all, all sports, uh, football, golf, the whole thing. And uh, Minnesota Tim is joining me, and he's happy because his Vikings uh, won. Kirk Cousins was on fire. Uh, I mean, you got to give him a little credit, don't you, Tim? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> it's a great day in Minnesota Vikingsville right now. Um, we had their first snowfall over the weekend. The Minnesota Vikings are 4-2. and two. And actually, coming up later on in the show, we'll get into it later, but I intercepted the phone call between President Trump and Kirk Cousins just uh, <laughs> last week, and we and oh, really? we and and we're gonna play that on the Hank Caney podcast. So I okay. intercepted right, the call good. between the I president like and Kirk. Yeah, he gave him, he gave him a big call. Uh, I wonder if the uh, president's gonna call uh, Lanto Griffin, the winner of the <laughs> uh, Houston Open this this weekend uh, down down in Houston. Do you, th- you think he will? <laughs> Highly questionable. Do you think anybody? Do you think anybody knew that term was going on? Oh my gosh! You know that that's one that's one of the great tournaments has been on the PGA Tour. Uh, it was a a stop that everybody would go to. Uh, the Houston Open was a, just a, a great tournament. It used to be the Shell Houston Open. It's had different sponsors over the years, but a great great tournament. Um, kind of got stuck in a bad schedule spot, and then it rebounded a little bit when they became the place that everybody could go to and play before the Masters and. A lot of players don't play before a, 
the week before a major, but other players like to play a week before the major. So if you were one of those players that liked, and it's and it's you know it, there's a big group of people that do, uh, especially the European players or the foreign players that are coming overseas uh, to the Masters in April, and they'll they'll come and they'll want to play the week before, so they'll they'll tee it up, and they teed it up at at, at Houston. Uh, they tried to make the golf course fast and firm and as you know much a, like like Augusta as possible, although it's nothing like Augusta, but at least around the greens and that, that's the way they they build it. Well, then the, the the dates got all jumbled with the new schedule, and this new schedule is uh, is turned into to be very uh, well debatable as as to, to how good this is going, but. But anyway, the, the Houston Open kind of got X'd out. They, they lost their sponsor. And next thing you know, uh, Jim Crane, who's the owner of the Houston uh, Astros, he had to, to jump in there and uh, was nice enough to, to bail the tournament out and, and really basically sponsored it. I mean, it's just called the Houston Open. You know, there's not even a, a, a name a, a, attached to it. Uh, but you know they 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 now they got a fall schedule day to wrap around uh, tournament wrap around schedule whatever you want to call it this fall deal and uh, the field Tim oh my goodness I mean what did, what did they they had uh, two players in the top fifty in the world that showed up yeah yep Henrik Stenson who was uh, ranked number thirty seven who had the big three wood deal this week well uh, the big three wood was he was he changed. Uh, he retired his Diablo three wood, which was his trusty three wood. You know, you always hear about how he loves his three wood, and he put in the Epic uh, Flash, which the Epic Flash Cal—they're both Callaway clubs, but the, the Epic Flash is just imminently better than the Diablo. I mean, I don't know why it took him so long to to change. The Epic Flash is just an incredible club, uh, and the most popular fairway wood and driver. They're you know same same technology in both of them this year. But uh, Henrik Stenson finally uh, gave in, and he's going with the new technology. So anyway, he shows up at Houston, uh, and uh, Keegan Bradley, the only two uh, top 50 players. Both of them missed the cut, right? Yep, both of them missed the cut, not even close. Oh, my goodness. So the field was just like weaker than weak. The tournament uh, coordinator, the tournament uh, guy who runs the, run the Houston, Houston Open, he was bemoaning the fact that a lot of guys looked him in the eye, told him that they were going to show up, and then they didn't. Uh, notable guys that didn't show up. I mean, I think the most notable would have been Ian Poulter. I mean, he was a defending champion. I don't think I've ever heard of a golf tournament where the defending champion didn't show up. I mean, that's just kind of a, a you know an unwritten rule that – I've I've never heard anybody not adhering to, and especially like Ian Poulter. I mean, it's not like Ian Poulter's, you know, like Tiger Woods or something, and won, you know, all these different. Now maybe he's got some big reason why uh, he played in the over in the European Tour event. I think they had the uh, Italian Open or something this last week, and he played over there rather than being at Houston, where he was the defending champion. Of course, that was a, a you know a, a tournament that kind of rejuvenated his career, got him a master's invite and the whole thing. 
the year before. So he does, he's a defending champion, doesn't show up. That's a real, uh, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I mean, that's a kick in the face. I mean, you can't, you, you, you got to show up when you're a defending champion. That's disrespectful, I think, in my opinion. But but I, anyway, I mean, I, I, don't, I didn't see the reason. I'm sure there's some kind of reason. I'm sure it makes perfect sense to him. But it just kind of goes to, to, to show you that this notion that the, the players are going to like really be supportive of this or that, or, you know, players are going to, you know, have it in their mind that I need to do this because it's the right thing to do. I mean, that just doesn't, that just doesn't happen. You know, there's enough players and, you know, there's hundreds of them and and there's enough players that they're all looking at somebody else, you know, well, you know, it'd be nice if guys played, but well, we'll, I'll let one of the other guys play because I'm not going to play. Uh, and that's just the, the the way it is. I mean, there is no loyalty. And and of course, the the uh, fellow who's who's running the tournament, he's like looking for the PGA Tour to step in and help. They they're not going to help. They're, not only are they not going to help, they can't help. I mean, really, they they can kind of twist guys' arms a little bit. And the commissioner might go up to a player and say, "Hey, you know, I'd really need you to uh, think about playing in the Houston Open." But he can't he can't force their hand. These guys are supposed to be independent contractors. And when you're an independent contractor, you can't be told where you have to go play. I mean, I don't know how they get 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 around that that anyways. I mean, I, I mean, I I don't I don't get it. To me, I mean, you're a business. That's one of the things that they're on you for, like auditing. Are these people really independent contractors? And when they say that you have to play in a certain amount of tournaments, or you have to play in this tournament or that tournament, or you have to play in in this tournament and this tournament. If you didn't play in, in this many tournaments, like this is you know one of the things they did with with Spieth when he when he missed the Tour Championship last year and didn't play. So they all next thing you know they they you know squeezed him into playing a couple of the wraparounders. Uh, they, they can't. They have no say so. I mean, they did, and and. Don't kid yourself to think that 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 they're these players are going to show up because they're just not. I mean, this is one thing that is obvious about this new schedule and about how much money these players are playing for. I mean, they're playing for a ton of money, and you know they're they're going to show up whenever they want to show up. Uh, if the if something needs to be supported, they'll leave it up to someone else, and nobody's going to take it uh, upon themselves. And even Houston residents, I mean, like. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, well, Patrick Reed, where's he? He he should have played in that tournament. He's a he's a you know Houston guy. I mean, lives in Houston, and he doesn't play in the tournament. I mean, I, I can't I can't imagine that. I mean, like you know, I mean, Tiger got out of playing at at uh, you know a, a hometown tournament this year, but you know he's he had an excuse. At Honda he got out of that. But uh, it's, it's that's a tough one. I mean, I think you're a hometown guy. I, it, it's, it's, you got to show up. I mean, I just can't imagine. Like I give you an example, I can't imagine Jordan Spieth deciding he's not going to play in the Byron Nelson tournament. I mean, that just that just would not fly. But you know, whatever. I mean, they they didn't. They didn't show up. There was nobody there. Uh, you go down the 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 list of players, and it's it, 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 Tim. I mean, I you know, I mean, you're a golf fan. I. I mean, how far do you have to go down before you you recognize, like, I mean, so, somebody that you could spot out of a lineup? I mean, to be honest with you, uh, where would you have to go to? I would have to go to uh, number nine, T9, Stuart Sink. 
Only because okay. of his bald head that really sticks out amongst all the other guys. Yeah, where because he's because he's got the tan line and then the white on top. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's distinctive. Of course, you do know he won the Open Championship. Uh, that's the one where where he you know beat Tom Watson. Um, but but yeah, I mean Lanto Griffin wins. Okay, Lanto Griffin. Uh, Scott Harrington comes second. Uh, Lanto beat him by a shot. Mark Hubbard tied for second as well. They were 13 under. Lanto Griffin was was uh, 14 under. Griffin is, I think, 32 years old. Harrington's uh, 38. Uh, Hubbard's 31. Uh, uh, Harris English is 30. I mean, these are all guys that are, you know, I mean, Harris English has won before. But the, these other guys, I mean, I mean, I'd know Harris English, okay. Um and then I go down to, like you said, I go down to Stewart saying, uh, Chad Campbell. I know Chad Campbell. I mean, he's 45 years old. He's at the, you know, back end of his career. He's, he's just, you know, playing along, trying to get in wherever he can. He got, he picked up 240 something thousand dollars. So it was a nice week for him, finished top 10. Um, but, but I mean, the rest of, I mean, just, okay, Bo Hostler, I know him. Uh, Maverick McNeely, yeah, these are two young players that have some upside to them. Um, you know, Boo Weekly, uh, Cameron Champ at, at 23rd. So he, he, you know, he had a, a, a decent, decent finish again. Um, but I mean, boy, oh boy, oh boy. I mean, it's, it's just, I, I don't, I don't know what the crowds were like if there was anybody out there watching at all. I mean, they got the, the, you know, the Houston Texans are big. They were playing the Houston Astros are in the, the, you know, uh, American League Championship Series. I, I, boy, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a tough date. That's a tough date right there. I ran these numbers, Hank, on the top uh, four finishers of the uh, Houston Open. So eight players finished T4 or better in this tournament. So Lanto Griffin, his spot's going to move up. But going into the tournament, his world golf ranking was 176. The second okay. place finisher, Scott Harrington, his finish, his world golf ranking, 299th third oh mark Hew- mark hubbard 236th harris english 234th zing zhong zhang 126th taylor wow. gooch 208th carlos ortiz 188th sep struck the final player in the top four 199th and the average of the players that finished t4 or better and the Houston Open was two hundred and eight for a world golf world. ranking. That's in the a, world. that's a that's a that's a, 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 a about a corn fairy is what it is. That's a corn fairy uh, tournament. Pretty pretty close. I mean, I, but you got you, you got in the Masters with it. Uh, Lanto Griffin, he's playing at Augusta, uh, and and you look at how he did it. Uh, here we go again. Same thing we talked about this last week. It's always the same thing. Eighty percent of the time, uh, putting. He finished seventh for the week in putting, top ten, and he finished seventh uh, for the week in uh, strokes gained, uh, tee to green. So he parlayed a good ball striking week with a great putting week, and uh, there you go. You know he, he he puts it together at the right time. He only had to shoot fourteen under to win, so not a real low score, but top ten putting, top ten ball striking, and uh, he you know picks up his his win. At the uh, at the Houston Open now he's been playing pretty good in this whole season. He finished thirteenth at Greenbrier, the Military Tribute, the Sanderson Farms eleventh, uh, Safeway seventeenth, uh, Shriners Hospital in L.A. in uh, Vegas, 
He finishes 18th, and then he wins the the the, the uh, Houston Open. But you know, whenever somebody wins like one of these tournaments, okay, everybody is always looking for you know. I mean, is it going to be floodgates? You know, are the floodgates going to open? Uh, what's gonna what's what's gonna happen? Well, uh, you, you, you know, I, I look at the numbers. I, I look at the numbers, and I, and I think, okay, what is going to happen there? Uh, Lanto Griffin fiftieth uh, after what is it? Six tournaments, uh, and you know, not the best fields, but fiftieth uh, strokes gained tee to green, sixty uh, eighth off the tee, fifty uh, sixth approach shot to the green. Uh, and twelfth in putting, so so you know, decent. I mean, that's a guy that that uh, should be playing pretty good, and 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 has been. And it's quite an improvement on where he was when he was on the tour in 2018. He had to go to the Corn Ferry deal to get back on the tour. So this is one of the things that you see when guys do qualify for the PGA Tour. They they end up most of the time having to go back and do it again and do it again and do it again. Uh, the average player on the PGA Tour, top 125, 50% of the top 125, I've mentioned this many times before, but 50% of the top 125 turn over every five years. So you, you go through the top 125, you can look look at all the top 125 in the FedEx Cup uh, last year, just, just take a gander at those names, uh, you know, go down the list, and, uh, you know, 62 of them, 63 of them will be uh, gone in five years. They won't be they won't be on that list. And that's just that's just what the numbers have been for the last, you know, I don't I don't know how many years there's a there's a huge turnover. So guys come and go. And just because they get out there, uh, it doesn't really mean that they're going to, you know, for sure make it. It was just evidenced by the the top of the leaderboard, at the Houston Open, which, like, as we said, is a, it's a it's a nothing field. It's a chance for guys to, you know, big, big purse. Big purse, uh, you know, one point three million for first. So you you got a, a, a chance for a big big payday, and uh, you know, not a lot of people you know watching. Not a lot of people wanted to play. Uh, weak field. I don't know. It's uh, you know, I guess a chance for guys to establish themselves. Whatever you know, the idea is okay. Get all these young players, and they get a, they get a chance to really do something. But what happens is, is you end up getting you know the the thirty year old somethings, uh, top uh, five guys, all uh, or six guys. Uh, well, Taylor Gooch I think is twenty seven. So, but but the top top uh, six players, they they average they average over thirty years old. So it's not like the young guys are, are getting any. But Chad Campbell and Stuart Sink both finished top. 10 so you gotta look at the top 10 there that average is pretty high and uh you know it's not like the young guys are, are getting anything done but lano griffin wins and uh you know big big uh big win for him uh he he uh you know birdie's 16 par 17 and 18 18's a tough hole and he um he wins uh the houston open wins a win you win on the you win on the pga tour it's good i've got a question for you hank so the pga yeah. tour is ultimately a business and yeah. A lot of times in these tournaments, especially the wraparound season during the NFL season, that's obviously the most popular sport there is, they're probably going to grasp for straws. And the the straw they're grasping for, for at least stories and headlines right now to share, is that after this Houston Open victory by Lano Griffin, he became the third first-time winner this season to go, with, to go along with Joaquin Neiman and Sebastian Munoz. So... My question to you is, even though he's the third first-time winner this year, there were at least a dozen first-time winners last year in 2019. 
Do first-time winners really mean anything? Do that Does that really do anything to the business or marketing side of the PGA Tour? Do people tune in to watch first-time winners in no. PGA Tour events? Or are no, they looking they for greatness? No, they don't. They're looking for greatness. But but they're always going to advertise that because it's like it's it you know establishes more people as being known. Um, but I mean, you know, once again, and, and I got in trouble one time when I said, you know, I, I couldn't name five players somewhere uh, or six players somewhere. But uh, the 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 fact of the matter is, I could I couldn't name you six first time winners last year on the on the PGA Tour. They all, you know, Cameron Champ. Okay, that's it. I'm one. That's all I got. Uh, the rest of my, I couldn't name you. I couldn't name, couldn't name you one. And, uh, and I'm sure it'll be the same thing in, in, in this calendar year. I, I won't, I won't be able to name it. Who, who wins? You, you remember guys that, that, you know, establish themselves and, you know, multiple win and, or have t- a lot of top 10 finishes, even if they don't win, but they're there, they're there on the leaderboard. They're there on TV there, you know, and, and I guess it's a start. You got to start somewhere by winning. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that does it. I mean, what what you want to see and what's really fuels the uh, spectators and the eyeballs and brings people to the to the game is domination. I mean, that's the, that's the fact. Uh, you know, and people say, well, is it better to have one guy dominating like Tiger did, or is it better to have a bunch of you know all these great players you know mixing it up? It's it's not even close. I mean, the 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 dominant player is the one. That will, you know, create the the attention. Now the problem is, is when these guys are only going to play in twenty tournaments. If you got dominant players, you know, is that really going to work when they never show up? So that's the that's the the dilemma, and that, that's kind of kind of where we are. Uh, let's take a little break. We'll hear uh, from our sponsors, and uh, we'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast and iHeartRadio. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs. 
even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, Tim, let's, uh, let's tell everybody how they can uh, get involved with the show because we're going to get to some uh, questions uh, a little later that we've got people sending in emails and voice voicemails. Um, why don't you tell them what they can do to, if they want to send in a question? Yeah, so part, to participate in the Hank Haney podcast, you can email us hankhaneygolf at outlook.com, hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. We read each email. Um, we'll even respond to some of them. And uh, if you're good enough, I mean, if, even if you're not good enough, even if you have a basic questions about your game or anything, we'll try to, to do our best to answer the question. You can call the show 833-426-5763. And uh, the extension of that is 801. So 833-426-5763, extension 801. And then uh, you can leave your voicemail and make your voice heard on the show. And we'll respond so, to it. So it doesn't even have to be a good question. Right. It just needs to, it can just be a con like like how about the one guy that uh called in and uh wanted to talk about your living conditions in Minnesota. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'll, well <laughs> let me hear that one. You, you is hear that a one? voicemail or what is that? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a voicemail. So we got this call the other day and I was listening to it and I was laughing my ass off. I could I couldn't believe I couldn't believe the the some of the things he was saying. So it, not only so so in your voicemail, it's a two minute time limit. If if you go over two okay. minutes, then it's gonna cut off. This guy calls back again and leaves another forty one second voicemail. So it's a part one, part two voicemail. I'll play both back to back right here. Okay, for so you. Let, let me set this up. Let me set this up a little bit. Tim, Tim Tim's my producer, Tim, Minnesota Tim. Uh, I named him Minnesota Tim. He was my producer over on the when I did my radio show as well, and uh, he does a great job. So anyway, he he's he is from Minnesota, and and he you know is very proud to be from Minnesota. He loves to be from Minnesota. He loves everything Minnesota. He loves ice fishing. He loves the state bird, the, the mosquitoes. Um, <laughs> he, he he's he's he, he's a, a a fan of all the Minnesota sports teams. Uh, but kind of a negative, positive fan. So anyway, Minnesota Tim was is just elated, elated that he uh, got elated. to move back to Minnesota. Yeah, he's elated that he got to, to move back to, to Minnesota, and uh, now that's where he, he is again. And uh, you know, and so so we, we've been talking about that a little bit. You know, you know what I say about Minnesota? It's kind of like it's kind of the same thing I say about Chicago. Okay, I, I, I grew up in Chicago, and I kind of feel the same way about Minnesota. I know what you say. Now, you know what I say? I know what you say. You know what I say? Yeah. I, you know what I say about Chicago? Yeah. It's a great place to be from. You, you get it? 
I do. It's a great place to be from. It's not a place to live. It's a great place to be from. A lot of nice me. people in Minnesota. A lot of nice people. Uh, there's a lot of nice people in Chicago. I grew up in Chicago. I, I love Chicago. It's a great place to be from. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. But, uh, but, but then again, if you're into ice fishing, and, and by the way, you did have a snowstorm this weekend already. The winter's already there. Didn't you have an outdoor wedding you were going to or something? Yeah. What was that all about? Yeah, we had an outdoor wedding. It was actually a great. How do you have an outdoor wedding in the snow? It was great. It was great. It was, we had it inside a barn. It was awesome. My cousin Chelsea got married. You a barn wedding. Yep, yep. Congratulations to my cousin Chelsea who got married. It was, it was great. Everybody really? had their stocking caps and gloves and coats. And then we. What do you wear to a, what do you wear to a barn wedding? Take give me a give me a visual here. All right, so I had a so I'll, all right, I'll I'll. <laughs> you got a, like a suit or you got a what do you do? What are you in a hat, a stocking cap? What do you got? Yeah. gloves. What 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 do you you wear blue jeans to a barn wedding or cowboy boots? What do you wear to a barn wedding? <laughs> so I, yeah, I had dark jeans on, a nice pair of dark jeans, really nice, really nice pair. I had I had okay, I had some gray, I don't want to say shoes or boots, kind of an in betweener. They had a little bit of a heel on it, but I don't want to say they were full on boots because they didn't go all the way up my all the way up my ankle. Kind of like half. So sort of cowboy boots. Yeah, sort of cowboy boots. And then okay. um I had a jacket on. And then I had a sweatshirt on underneath my jacket. So long sleeve sweatshirt. Is that like a jacket. sport coat or what? A sport coat? Uh no, a big coat. Big Just coat. Yeah. A, big big a winter big jacket. Coat. Yep. Big winter jacket. Then you go hats and So everybody wore their winter jackets to the wedding. Yeah. Yep, and then hats and wow. gloves, and then okay. you know what the best part is? So yeah, the dance happens, and then everybody gets on the dance floor to warm up. The jackets come yeah. off. Everyone's in their sweaters on the dance floor, warming up, doing a little, getting jiggy with it. So the reputation. Were you getting jiggy? Yes, yes. This next story is going to reveal okay. that. So the right. the reputation with uh, Minnesota Tim is that I take my yeah. shirt off at weddings. And oh my God. a lot of people. What? Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take my shirt off at weddings too. So you've done this before? Yes. This is this is the legend behind oh Minnesota God. Tim. I've done it. Oh, wow. I've done Do it. Do they know you're called Minnesota Tim? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, people know you. People know you as Minnesota Tim. Yes. Yes. Do they know I gave you that name? Yes, I tell them all the time. Oh, wow. Hank okay, Caney good. calls you're, me you're Minnesota. Famous. You're famous there in Minnesota. <laughs> well, they're my right. they're my family members. I talk to them all the time. Okay. Okay. So anyway. and they call you Minnesota. Do they call you Minnesota? Tim? No, they call me Tim because we're in Minnesota. Okay. They're not surprised. But they it. know you're referred to as Minnesota. Yes, Tim. definitely. They, okay. they listen right, to the okay. podcast. So anyway. Okay. So you take your shirt off at a wedding. Yes. At someone else's wedding. What? Yeah, all, really? all the time. Yes. Yeah, so the le- all the time. Yes. Oh, I'm telling God. you. So Whoa. a lot of people, okay. uh, so a lot of people were coming up to me before the wedding, and obviously they saw me there. So they you're were the only one with your shirt off. Yes. Or other people have their shirt yeah, off. Yeah, I've known that's my shirt. You're the only shirt guy off, and then what, they're asking you before whether you're planning on this yes. or what. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm telling you. Wow, you're so, a beauty. Because so they're they're coming up to me during the wedding, and they're saying, "There's no way you're taking your shirt off tonight, right?" Not in this 30 to 35 degree temperature, wind chills in their 20s, right? You're not going to do it, right? You can't do it. It's too cold. It's too cold. And going into the night, I wasn't planning on doing it. But when people got this obscene idea that I couldn't do it, it made me want to do it. So beyond, do you have a few drinks in here at this point or what? No, 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 completely. No. You don't drink. No, I, I had one beer all night, and that was two hours before it happened. So you have no excuse for taking your shirt off. Yeah, I do it all the time. 
<laughs> I'm doing this show with my shirt off right, right now. Right. But anyway, so right. so Beyonce single ladies comes on. And okay. I all, I saw all of a sudden start doing the Beyonce dance to single ladies. And uh Okay. It just kind of happened and it was organic. All of a sudden there was a big circle and I was around it. I took my shirt off, whipped it around, threw it. The bride, my cousin, the bride came out to the middle of the circle with me and we had a well, good well, let's say congratulations to the bride. What's what, what do we got for names on this bride and groom? Yeah, and so maybe they'll the, listen to our podcast. Yeah, and we'll, so, we'll so the groom them. was Cody and the bride was my cousin Chelsea. And uh yeah, they got okay. married on Saturday, the uh, October twelfth. Okay, that's a, a C and a C. My mom's name's Cody. How about that? You got a, Look at that. Got a Cody guy and a uh, yeah. All right, all right, good. And your shirt came off, and then uh, you danced, and everybody cheered, and they. I, I assume they just you had a big gather. Everybody gathered around to see Minnesota Tim in action. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, all right. Is that a good right. time to well, go to this? Probably voicemail? about as many people. Probably about as many people there as were there to when uh, Lanto Griffin won at the Houston Open. <laughs> Maybe, yes, maybe. Should we, should, yeah. should we get to All this right. voicemail that the guy that made fun of me? Yeah, yeah. Let me hear the voicemail. This right. guy's. What, what did this guy say? Hank, hey, hey, Minnesota Tim, it's great to hear your voice, man. Hank, this is RV in Indy. You know the story. Long, long time listener, um, and it's about time. So glad to have you back and the whole crew back. I've been googling every other week. You know, Hank Haney show, Hank Haney radio, waiting for you to pop up. I knew you would. Figured it'd be in Podland, and great to have you on iHeart. Great to have you on the podcast. You know, keep them coming. Um, okay, Hank, but so here's why I'm calling. You know, I do think you've got a problem. You, you've got a problem, Hank, and this is about this is about Minnesota, Tim. Uh, Hank, you're going to let this guy go back to Jimmy John's? You're, you're sending him bike parts i mean what the hell hank i mean i here's a man who has absolutely endeared himself to the hank haney nation absolutely beloved and you can't get him a comp plan that that keeps him off the streets i mean hank i've been to the mean streets of st louis park we we don't want our man minnesota tim out there you know putting his life at risk putting the quality of the show at risk delivering five dollar sandwiches man um, but you know, I, I do understand, you know, fiscal realities and, um, uh, well, I've, I've got a solution, Hank. I've got, the, I've got the solution. We need to have a fundraiser. We need to have a big fundraiser and here it is. So this is going to be the Minnesota Tim poverty prevention golf tournament. That's it for all the listeners. It's time to unite the Hank tank, the Hank nation for a cause, man. Let's do it. We're gonna have it. We're gonna have it right there at Uncle Tom's course at Shadowbrook, not Stony Brook. You know, Stony Brook is on the north side of Indy. Shadowbrook, it's there in the Twin Cities. That's it. Minnesota Tim Poverty Prevention Golf Tournament. Tim, it's RV and in Indy. <laughs> hey man, you cut me off, but that's okay. I guess I got a little long-winded. But let me just finish the talk. So we're gonna take the Twin Cities by storm. That's it. I live in Indy. Coming up for the Minnesota Tim Poverty Prevention Golf Tournament. I'm taking my clubs. I'm taking three buddies from my club. We're throwing them in the Jeep, and we're coming to Minnesota, man. Next June, next July, whenever. Make it happen, Hank. We we can't have broke Minnesota Tim riding around with a steep post sticking him in the rear end. Let's do it. So, uh, hey, glad you're back. Love the show. Keep it up. 
All right, Minnesota Tim, that would be uh, Shadowbrook. Okay, is is your your course? It's actually Uncle Tom Uncle Tom's course, right? Yes, Uncle Tom's course. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And um, we should have a tournament there. I, but I, I you're, you're doing just fine. We may we we have to do it like a charity tournament there, raise some money for charity. We might we may, we may have to plan that out for next year. That's a good idea. I like that RV's. Uh, thought there but you're you're doing you're not are you still delivering sandwiches or what, what's it what's it yeah i'm not delivering sandwiches anymore this is this is the only listen th- let me tell you something about delivering sandwiches I, I i that's one of the things that i i i hold you in high esteem because of your work ethic i am a, a i am attached and uh a very uh loyal to to people that work hard i like i love people that work hard grinders people that dig in people that will uh, you know, g- go the extra mile. So, so the fact that you worked as a radio producer and delivered the Jimmy John sandwiches, I, I-, I felt like that is a that's something that, that I would say I would have to say you should be very proud of that. I appreciate uh, it. The, the work ethic that that you showed from from uh, from doing that, and uh, and then and then you're a marathon runner, and uh, I don't know where you find time to deliver sandwiches, uh, produce a radio, and run marathons, but uh, that's uh, that's pretty good stuff. And you're back in Minnesota, so you're feeling good, and you're very excited, I know, because ice fishing is right around the corner. Oh yeah, ice fishing's right around. Yeah, the oh yeah, no yeah. doubt about yeah. it. Can't, and and we're sending you out uh, for ice fishing. Man on the ice. Some of the guys in those huts. Yeah, a lot of golfers that ice fish in the winter. Man on the ice. And uh, we'll. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's good. So, all right, well, that was a that was a good call from from our our man RV. Uh, let's take another break. Uh, hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back on the Hank Haney podcast. Hank Haney in Minnesota, Tim, with you this morning. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my my (laughs) game. 
With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, Minnesota Tim. Uh, let's. Uh, we got some emails too that people have sent in, right? Yeah, we got this uh, email here from Bob, and uh, people can participate in the show by emailing hankhaneygolf at outlook dot com. Okay, I like um, that. So, so, so Bob uh, is a big fan of yours. So Bob starts off the email and says, "Hi, Hank. I'm a huge fan of yours. I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> let, let me gush for a moment." Bob says. I haven't listened to a single minute on the old platform after you left, and I'm so happy that I get to listen to you again. I've even got my mother-in-law to download the app, and she's listening as well. You'll love this story. My father-in-law's 82nd birthday approached. I asked my wife what she was getting him. I got him some great socks with animal prints on them. I said I got him some voodoo pain relief, and she rolled her eyes. As he opened (laughs) his presents, he was polite to everyone. The next week, we meet them again, and at dinner, he announced, Thank you so much for the voodoo pain relief cream. I can move again. He's got an aching back, he says in parentheses. So I looked at my wife and smiled. Even she had to laugh. And then he says, he wraps up the email by saying, Thanks, Hank, for telling it like it is and for putting on the best golf talk show. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's a great story. Uh, Voodoo pain relief cream. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have similar uh, stories, that's for sure. So uh, if you haven't tried it, you need to need to try it. Go to VoodooPainRelief.com. Uh, enter the code Hank or Henry. My son, you hear him on the uh, ads. Uh, Henry doing the, the ads now for uh, Voodoo. We've got a lot of people uh, like those. So that, that's been, been pretty good. You enter Henry or Hank, you get a little uh, little extra discount there. And uh Get the results that uh, a lot of other people are getting with Voodoo Pain Relief Cream because I'm telling you, it absolutely it absolutely works. All right, Tim, uh, let's talk a little. Uh, I, I, I got. I feel like we need to talk a little NFL football a little bit. No doubt. I, I, I one of the things that that I've been just like it's driving me crazy. I feel like I'm watching the PGA Tour sometimes. I feel like I'm watching uh, guys standing over shots. I feel like I'm watching like JB Holmes getting ready to hit some shots and taking like two minutes, or I feel like I'm watching uh, Bryson DeChambeau taking forever, lining up the putt and getting his book out. It's 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 a similar situation. I mean, do they call enough penalties? There is just like flags flying everywhere. I know you and I were joking about this. Like the NFL, it's a national flag league or something. I mean, it's like, is it flag football? I mean, it's like, my goodness. I mean, I guess every sport's got issues. I mean, golf, I think the issue 
my big issue in golf is is the slow play. I mean, that's a that's a that's a big issue. But boy, this this NFL, this flag thing they got, these penalties. I mean, like in every single kickoff, like every kickoff, every punt, guaranteed. Which which by the way, almost every punt and every kickoff is like a fair catch, okay, or just you know down the ball in the end zone, and yet there's still a penalty. Like like the guy doesn't go anywhere. I mean, why do they block? Why do they even? Think about getting a penalty when they when they're not going anywhere, anyways. Like a two yard return's a big deal. I mean, it's like wow, it's 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 like it's 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 like hitting. You know, to me, it's 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 like having a wrong yardage in golf or something. I mean, you know, you had a, a hundred and ninety yards, and you, you you know you thought you had a hundred and sixty, or you added instead of subtracted. Like I did that time, I came from Marco Miro over in England at a tournament, and we got on the first part three, and I. You know, the pin was like 13 on and I, you know, added 13. I was supposed to add 13. I think I subtracted it or something. Next thing you know, he flew the green. Uh, you know, it's it's about what it's like, it seems like, watching watching some of this. It's a, But anyway, it was, a, it was a tough day for my uh, my Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. We're, well, they're three and three. Three and three is actually not bad. And Steve Johnson's very happy. The great predictor is very happy because – uh, you know, Jason Garrett, the coach, has probably uh, got one more uh, little half a step out the door, which uh, Steve, you know, just he, he wants to see a change made there with the coaching. He feels like that's the whole thing, uh, the whole problem there. But three and three, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough in the NFL. Any, uh, any win's a good win. And uh, no team is just terrible, except for maybe the, the uh, Miami Dolphins. Oh, my goodness, they're terrible. Well, actually, they almost won. They, the, but the, the other terrible team, the Redskins, beat them by a point. Um, but uh, your Vikings. Um, yes. Your Vikings are, are, are pretty good, actually. I don't know if you'll give them any credit. You're one of these weird, like, uh, kind of negative, positive sports fans. You really like them. But it's like you don't want to get your hopes up. The only time I've ever seen you be, like, a real positive fan, a real positive fan was uh, after they, they got to the uh, – what, 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 when they had the, the New Orleans deal, did that get them to the – Yeah, st- NFC yeah NFC championship Yeah, game. yeah. You got – all of a sudden you got real positive then. That was it. And then they got crushed. <laughs> then they got crushed. And then you went back to being negative. Yeah. Yeah. But what, how, where, where do you stand right now? Because they, they play pretty good. You know, I like giving the Vikings bulletin board material, so I want to say that they didn't look too good today. But in all what? honesty, yeah, I, I like killed them. I, I I know I like to give the them, Eagles are good. They are good. I like I, like I said, Hank. I like to give the Vikings bulletin board material, a little motivational talk, a little put them down so they feel high. So that but <laughs> but to, but to, uh. but in all honesty, the Vikings look great. Kirk Cousins, one hundred and thirty-eight point four passer rating. Four touchdowns, one interception that wasn't even his fault. Went off the receiver's face mask right through his hands, right into the defensive player's hands. The Vikings look good, and they could be 6-2. and two. They got a couple games coming up against the Lions and then against the Redskins, who are Oh, you're terrible. already kidding. Now, see, this is that, 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 that's dangerous to do in the NFL to yeah, count victories before they, they happen. It's very dangerous. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, one, well, that's one thing that doesn't happen in golf. In golf, people, you don't do that because – it's just in, in golf, the best, the best only win uh, just such a small percentage of the time. I mean, Jack Nicklaus won 12% of his tournaments. And, uh, you know, I mean, Tiger, when he was on his roll, winning 45% of the time for over a three-year period of time. I mean, that was unbelievable. But he, he just, I mean, Mickelson's won like 10% in his career. 
uh, you know, and, and Phil's one of the greatest players ever. You, you don't you, you don't you don't count your chickens in golf because they don't hatch very often. Um, and and in in the NFL, I mean, any team can 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 win a game. I mean, that's uh, they're all professionals. I mean, they're all going to come to play. And and just a, you know, a, a couple things happen to you: a bad bounce, uh, a lucky play by the other team. A bad call by the ref. It's the same thing, and it's the same thing in golf. I mean, you, you watch at a tournament, and when, when whenever a player wins, they 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 make a lot of putts, or you know, a, a putt lips in instead of lipping out, or it hits in the woods like Tiger did on thirteen, and it spits it out where he's going to get ready for a, a two shot penalty there, a stroke and distance penalty, and spits it back out, and he ends up making par and saves, you know, a couple shots. I mean, that's a you know, that's the tournament right there. And those kind of things happen when you win and they don't happen when you lose. And that's why, you know, one of the reasons why you don't you don't win very, very much. And I think it's the same thing in, in you know, the NFL. I mean, you know, you know the, these guys don't win that much. When, but when, when, when you go and you say, well, this guy's the best or this guy's going to beat this guy or, you know, we pick we make our picks. And of course, you know, Steve Johnson, the great predictor, thinks he sees them. And when he makes the picks, you know, you, 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 you well, you should, you're, you, you'd run a, you, you'd do great in Vegas if you pick the opposite of what Steve does. But, uh, but anyway, the, the, the thing is, is, is that it's just so unpredictable. It really is. And, and I think it's, it's the same thing in, in pretty much all sports. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, you, you, you think you got a lock and then all of a sudden it goes the other way. So I don't be counting those victories to quite yet. Yeah, because you'll be you'll be on the other side of the spectrum next week, I'm sure. You could kind of compare the New England Patriots to Tiger Woods in his prime. Yeah, well, that, that's pretty. That's that 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 would be pretty accurate, right there. Just because they both have dominated for so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Brady, arguably the greatest quarterback ever. Uh, Tiger, you know, arguably the greatest golfer ever. I mean, there's a lot of uh, ways you can look at it. Nicholas has that title because of, because of his major championships, and that's the way we've always judged in golf. But um, I, I look at Tiger and I said, you know, I always say I always say the same thing. I said uh, Jack Nicholas is the greatest golfer ever. That's what his record says. Uh, but I don't think anybody's ever played golf better than Tiger Woods. Uh, that that's 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 the way that I I describe it and. Uh, you know what? It, 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 that's a good point. There's a pretty good correlation there. The uh, the Patriots are un, unbelievable. They're, they're unbelievable. So anyway, it's all fun to watch. I love watching sports. I teased a Donald it's, Trump uh, thing earlier in the show. Yeah, yeah. Let me hear. That. You got that? What? What? The, when he called and congratulated uh, Kirk? Yeah, Cousins? remember when Kirk Cousins went 22 for 27, defeated the low New York Giants, and I couldn't believe the call yeah. President Trump gave Kirk Cousins. I I, I just okay, couldn't believe yeah. it, and I. I was able okay. to intercept it, and uh, uh, you were okay. Let's 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 hear it. We are going to make the Minnesota Vikings great again, Kirk Cousins. We are going to put massive tariffs on NFL defenses, and you are going to throw for billions and billions and billions of passing yards. The Minnesota Vikings offensive line is currently constructing the wall. Nobody will be able to get in. With this massive wall. ESPN. Pro Football Focus. They are fake news. The Kirk Cousins whistleblower. It's a phony winch hunt. Made up by Roger Goodell. Impeachment inquiries. 
for Kirk Cousins is made up by the fake news media. The Minnesota Vikings will be 2020 Super Bowl champions. Make the Vikings great again. Are you going with that prediction by the president? Yeah. I think that was the, that was a fake president, I think. That was the fake president. <laughs> uh, so you think the Vikings have a chance? Uh, I'm just listening to what the fake president said. All right, all right. Well, they maybe, have an opportunity, yeah. With you the way know. Kirk you Cousins is playing. With the way Kirk Cousins is playing. Okay. I told everybody that I came back to Minnesota for the 2020 Minnesota Vikings Super Bowl run. And damn it, we're going to make that run. All right, I like it. I like it. I like to. I like how you're being positive about them. That's good stuff. All right, Tim. Uh, good stuff today. Good to be with you. Good to be with you. Appreciate everybody uh, listening and uh, keep listening. Tell your friends. We'll uh, be back for more uh, hot topics on the Hank Haney Podcast on iHeartRadio. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.